African entrepreneurs, I am so pleased to welcome on stage the president and founder of AYE, the largest entrepreneurship network in Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Sumi Smart Francis. Hi, 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 Miriam. Thank you so much, African entrepreneurs all over the world. And I'm as excited as you guys are for the speakers we've got um, on the, in the house today, in the room today with us. Of course, I'm sure you all remember Dr. Lashan and how powerful our contributions were the last time she was at the assembly. Doctor, it's so nice to see you again. And of course, we've got Pastor Jordan. You know, I'm 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 impressed when I when I when I look at what he's doing, what he has done. I cannot wait to shoot him to today's topic, you know, and uh we're gonna dissect it together. Like Miriam said, it's 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 gonna be an open one where we address this issue. And, and the reason why we're going to address this issue, I've told a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, um, this year was declared a year of self-discipline for us in AYE. And uh, I shared with a uh, couple of entrepreneurs I've been speaking to, uh, my topics around this year has been more of self-discipline. And I, I remember speaking to them and saying to us that, you know what, guys, when you've got self-discipline, there's a 70% chance that you're going to be successful. 70%. So that shows how powerful this thing is, how very powerful it is. And it's one of the biggest challenge that we have as entrepreneurs. It's one of the biggest, biggest issue that is facing us. And there are no better people to, to come up on stage to discuss this topic than experienced entrepreneurs, people who have overcome and has built a culture of self-discipline in their lives and in their businesses. So African entrepreneurs, allow me to introduce to you our first speaker. I'm going to just, just say a short profile about him and I'll give him just a minute to, to say what this topic means to him. You know, he's not going to go into the topic fully yet, but he's just going to just probably touch on who he is, what he does, and just say from this topic, what does it minister to him? Uh, and this person of Rasinger Jordan, he is a visionary and business leader. He's an executive coach helping others and companies deliver outstanding results and attain maximum effectiveness. Now, when you attain maximum effectiveness, there is no way on head you can get that going if you don't have self-discipline. Pastor Jordan is an entrepreneur, he's an influencer, he's a mentor, he's a noted speaker and a pastor. And I, I love one thing about him, the title of one of his books, I Leave, Yesterday Didn't Kill Me. <laughs> I, I advise everyone, you got to get a copy of that book. Uh, you've got to get a copy of that book. I really want to get it as well. Yesterday Didn't Kill Me. Yes. And you can see from that, that this man has overcome what we're about to talk about today. Pastor Jordan, the mic is yours. Tell us, what, what does this topic mean to you and how do you feel? about us sharing this topic today in this room. The mic. Thank you so much, Sami and uh, Miriam, uh, and all who are in the room on this day. Um, this topic is critically important uh, to someone succeeding as an entrepreneur. Um, my name is Rasan uh, Jordan. Um, I'm the creator of My Legal Connects, um, and I also am an author um, obviously a pastor and an entrepreneur. Um, it is critically important that if we are going to succeed, we must understand the, the power of being disciplined. 
You know, I thought about this um, today. I said that um, without discipline, you have no steering wheel. Without discipline, you have no steering wheel. You have a, you can have a, a motor, you can be a vehicle with a motor, but if you have no steering wheel, it doesn't matter how powerful your motor is. And so I appreciate this topic because I believe that we're about to give some people a steering wheel on today. They're going to be able to um, move in such a way that they'll reach the destination that they have dreamt about, that they desire to reach. And so this topic is so important. It's, it's the topic of the year. Like you said, we need to focus on being self-disciplined. Thank you. <laughs> I can feel it. You know, it doesn't take a lot of words for you to feel the impact. It doesn't take too much words for you to know that it's, there's content inside here. And you could just hear that first drop. Without discipline, you have no steering wheel. Guys, some of us has been driving for years. We've been driving without no steering wheels. And at the end of every year in our lives, we wonder where we, where we are, why are we here, what's happening? How do you get to your destination without steering the wheels in the right direction? You know what, <laughs> Rasan, Pastor Jordan, I am so excited you're in this room tonight. I am so grateful to God that you're around to share your thoughts, your experience, and your wealth of knowledge with African entrepreneurs all over the world. Now, I'm going to go to Dr. Dr. Lashan, it's good to see you again. I do not need to reintroduce you, but there's one thing I need to say about you. The fact that she's a keynote speaker, a motivational speaker, an educator. And I'm going to state this because... I'm excited you're on stage today and you're also speaking today because as a motivational speaker, you would agree with me that motivation gets you going, gets everyone going, but discipline keeps you going. Dr. Lashan, what does this topic mean to you? Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Francis, for having me back. Uh, just to kind of uh, highlight uh, on the topic of how important self-discipline is uh, for entrepreneurs, one of my favorite books that I read uh, a few years ago is um, Self-Discipline for Entrepreneurs, How to Develop and Maintain uh, Self-Discipline as an uh, Entrepreneur, and it's by Martin Meadows. And I actually pulled out that book just to kind of read over some notes that I had taken because I had the opportunity uh, to speak. Uh, to a crowd uh, as a keynote speaker on this particular topic. Um, and one thing I want to say is that all success begins uh, with self-discipline and it starts with you. So everyone in this room who is an entrepreneur know that self-discipline starts with you. Um, when I think further about it, uh, increasing inner strength, usually, you know, self-discipline provides inner strength and confidence. Uh, which allows us to take decisions in a calm and composed manner. We talked last week about when people leave, when we have to encounter um, challenges with working with people who we hire or clients who we hire. Then we move over to talking about how do we make decisions in our business uh, and how do we move forward when we have to encounter things such as that or when we're making business decisions. Maybe we're you know, doing some changing in our structuring. I know for me, um, I have a few opportunities on the table where I'm looking at things totally different. And before you can do those things, you really have to have an understanding of first, of course, what is the vision behind what you're doing? What is it that you're hoping to achieve? And you have to obviously be self-disciplined in that. Um, you have to have the power to stick to your decisions and you have to have a game plan 
um, you know, when it comes to doing the approach and whatever that, you know, looks like in terms of your business structure. Um, for me, you know, this is very important because I'm self-disciplined in certain areas, uh, but Dr. Francis, I'm not self-disciplined in other areas. <laughs> so, you know, for me, when it comes to making decisions in my business, I do try to reflect that in all that I do. And I can't say that it's always been great. Um, as I shared with the community last week, um, I own several businesses. I'm not the typical entrepreneur that may have one or two business, but I bring in income from seven businesses as well as carrying a full-time job. So oftentimes there are a lot of things that I have to do where it requires self-discipline and focus and how I approach the ways in which I'm doing. I'm now learning how to, you know, operate a little bit differently when it comes to emotions, because a lot of decisions that I've made have been very emotional. But when you look at self-discipline, if I'm leaning more towards that, then that's going to help with the business decisions that um, I need to make, you know, going forward. So I don't like to jump into answering that question, but I did want to just kind of say what that means to me. So thank you for the opportunity to speak. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for contributing. I, I cannot wait for just turning the back, mic back because I can just hear, you know, when you speak, I hear experience. I, I, I hear reality. I hear this is happening or does happen. And, and may God bless this room. You know, we spoke about something last week and you, you guys can hear it for yourself. Some of us are already experiencing it. And the good part is because we prepared for it, you know, we planned for it. We spoke about it. I'm sure when, when these things happen, when people leave, like we discussed last week, it's, it's just going to be, oh, okay, it's one of those things. I planned for this. I'm prepared for it. And, uh, yeah, I'm grateful that you mentioned that. At the same time, you, you also mentioned that there are some things you, you're struggling with. Of course, every one of us has got one or two other things that we're struggling with uh, when it comes to self-discipline. But if we understand, if we understand the power of self-discipline and how much we can overcome, you know, how much we can, we can achieve, you know, with being disciplined, <laughs> we will chase and run towards it. And I'm, I'm very excited that for Africa's Young Entrepreneurs, this has been our mantra for the year, a year of self-discipline. It gives us that authority to control a lot of things because at the end of the, at the day, it's authority. Self-discipline simply means establishing an authority over your own habits. Guys, I'm going to go straight into the point. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'll go to what the problem is. And the problem is in the definition of discipline. The problem is in the definition of self-discipline. I'll tell you something. Self-discipline is one of the easiest things to say and the hardest thing to do, honestly. So I, I will not go into up and down, left and right. I'll go straight. I'm going to shoot it straight. I'm going to wrestle now, and I'm going to ask Dr. Jordan this or Pastor Jordan this one, sorry. Let me first define so we know what I'm talking about. In a simple definition, Self-discipline is the ability to keep pushing, no matter how you feel physically or emotionally. Now, Pastor Jordan, that's where the problem starts. How do I keep pushing when I'm feeling down, when I'm battered, when I'm sad, emotionally I'm down, physically I'm down? How do I keep pushing? Pastor Jordan, help us here. The mic is yours. Yes, I think that um, it is um, very important that um, you are more committed to your vision than you are to your emotions. I believe that if you're going to keep pushing, you must keep your eyes on the goal. 
if you allow your emotions to lead and guide you, you will not remain committed when things are difficult. So if you're going to triumph, um, if you're gonna win, the most important thing to you, if you don't want to be a slave to your emotions, because if you're not disciplined, you are a slave to your emotions. The most important thing to you is your vision, your ability to see beyond your now. If you're able to look beyond now and focus on the end goal, you will push no matter what you're experiencing. You will push no matter what you feel because you won't allow your feelings to enslave you. And there are many who are more committed to their emotions than they are to the vision. And so if we are going to overcome, have to gain strength to do that. And many are attempting to do things that they haven't developed the strength to do. And so don't put pressure on yourself to do something that you haven't grown into. The scripture says this about Jesus, that he grew in knowledge. He grew in wisdom. He grew in favor. I, I think about the triathlon. And, and within the triathlon, you have to have endurance. Um, it's like a multi-sport because there is swimming, there's cycling, there's running. And you have to become um, efficient in three areas. You have to discipline yourself, train yourself if you are going to overcome the obstacles that are before you to win. This is not a gift. Discipline is developed, not gifted. Discipline is developed, not gifted. And for people who are living in a fantasy world, they believe that discipline is given when discipline is developed. So you have to be trained. And that's why I say, if, if you can start with the goal and you can begin to practice something consistently, don't give yourself too much. Just develop, just exercise. Start with a couple push-ups, and then add and then add and then add. And before you know it, you will have developed the strength that you need to practice a way of living that will produce success in your life. Okay. You know, you know, Pastor, you said something so profound. And I have to repeat this. I really have to repeat it. You know, discipline is developed and not gifted. It's not. It's not. Oh my God. It's not. Sorry. Um sorry guys. I, I'm sure you all know that I'm also a victim here. I'm also getting what you're getting. So allow me to also digest and express. Uh, and the fact that you give us a very simple strategy for every entrepreneur in this room, you can hear that very clearly. Exercise it. Make daily attempts to build it. Because what shook me was when Pastor Jordan said, many are attempting to do things they do not have the strength to do. So one of the major things, even when you have a clear vision, you have a clear project, you have a clear idea, one of the first things as a smart entrepreneur to do 
is to develop the strength to do the job. And I must confess with you, to you, Pastor Jordan, that a lot of us, a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs, we don't do that. We have an idea, we have, uh, because everything is about light bulb moment. And it's that light bulb moment that is putting us in trouble. It lights our, the bulb and lights our brain. And that same light covers, outshines everything. And we forget to develop the strength for this new career path, for this new portfolio, for this new growth, for these new changes, for this new idea. We don't develop that strength. And when everything comes our way, all of us, we are now struggling to be disciplined. So I honestly and sincerely love the way you've broken this down. Now, I'm going to move a little bit to Dr. Lashan. And I'm going to say to you, Dr., there's something I always say to people. And I say, if you need to be motivated to be disciplined, then you might never be. Because one of the first disciplines you would have is the ability that this is something I want to do. So discipline is not also something, to add to what Dr. Uh, Pastor Jordan said, it's not something you get motivated for. At least there's that hunger and that appetite for it. That's where it starts from. There's that crazy hunger inside of you that says, I want to be better. You know, I want to always keep to time. Every time I'm struggling, I want to read better. I want to write better. I want to exercise every morning. But And every time you don't make it happen, you feel sad yourself. You feel bad yourself. So there's that drive inside of you that anyone can then work on. That a topic like this can then spread. And words from someone like Pastor Jordan can then hit on. But if you're still waiting for someone to uplift or ignite you to be self-disciplined, I don't think you're a candidate for it. Doctor, what do you think about that? And how true is, is, is what I've just said? Is that really a drive and appetite for self-discipline even when we fail at it? Do you experience it at all? Over to you. Uh, you know, first, I want to say that actually um, self-discipline is definitely something that's developed no matter in what uh, area uh, that you are exercising it in. Um, for me, those who know me personally, um, I, you know, as I stated earlier, we're self-disciplined in some areas and some we're not. Um, for me, I am a very uh, aggressive person when it comes to something I want, no matter what it is. However, Dr. Francis, I'm very emotional. So being an entrepreneur, it's definitely important about how to balance uh, the emotions and how you balance uh, decisions that you make. Um, in the beginning for me, uh, most people that I came across, they were investors, collaborators, you know, suppliers, potential customers, friends, my sorority sisters, they were the ones that did not support and most often rejected some of the ideas that I have. Um, I'm a night owl, so I can be up in the middle of the night and I'll come up with something. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I'll call people like, what do you think about this? And they're like, no, LaShawn, no. You know, so for me, um, when I know that there's something that I'm very passionate about and something that I want to do, I have to figure out how to make it happen. For me, it's easy always for me to get overwhelmed and discouraged by constant negative feedback. So when someone is not um, validating what it is that I do, or they're not like, yeah, let's do this. I do get emotional and I kind of go back and forth with myself about things, but it's important that I keep that vision input in perspective, because at the end of the day, I'm the one that's driving whatever that dream is. I'm the one that's driving whatever those goals are. I'm really big on vision boards. I'm really big on 
seeing things visual. Uh, so in my bedroom, I have a lot of stickies that have like scriptures on them next to pictures of my vision board. And so it's like, I know whatever it is that I'm trying to do, I know what I have to do to make that happen. Um, when you think about things in the past, uh, innovations that are ubiquitous like coffee, things like recorded music, smartphones, all of these things were at one point thought of by somebody. But at the end of the day, it was like, oh, well, this might, you know, do something negative to us or, you know, it may not be great for us, but look where we are now. They've been proven to be successful. So I know that for me, anything that I'm driving or any business ideas or goals that I have, I know that at the end of the day, it may not sound great to someone, but it, when it put it in perspective of self-discipline, I'm going to have to do what I have to do to make that happen. So I make peace with that. And I accept that it's my responsibility to drive behind whatever it is that I'm trying to do. And I think as an entrepreneur, we know that we are our biggest fans. We are our biggest supporters. And once you have developed self-discipline, whatever it is that you need to do to achieve those goals, um, just as it was stated that, you know, if you're not good at reading or you struggle with that, you read 10 times a day. For me, some of my struggles are putting ideas together. So people that know me, people that know the vision that I have, I have to pull them in and say, hey, I need help with fine-tuning this because I do have big ideas. And sometimes my bank account may not always match it. Um, sometimes it may be, you got to start at the bottom. You may have to start here. But at the end of the day, I know that with the discipline, it's going to push me to do whatever it is that I need to do. So if that means I need to take a little bit more time to scale out something, or I need to do some more research, or I need to look more into this, whatever it is, I know that I have to do it in order to get to that. And I think, you know, just kind of taking it back to to what we talked about last week, again, it's protecting what's ours. It's protecting uh, what we believe in because I'm a big believer that God gives you that vision. He's going to give you the strategy. He's going to give you what you need to do to make it happen. So sometimes it's going to take a little bit of roughness to get there. It may take a few conversations. It may take a growth in that area. But at the end of the day, all of that is under the umbrella of self-discipline and helping you to get to wherever you need to be to be successful as an entrepreneur. And when we compare ourselves to other people who may be doing the same thing, that hurts us a little bit because you you identify people who may be, for me, wedding planning. I may look at other wedding planners and say this, that, or the other, they're doing this. Well, now I'm finally at a point where I'm making just as much as my wedding planning colleagues are. But it took a while for me to say, what do you need to do, LaShawn, to get there? And for me, that was self-discipline in a lot of areas. And so at the end of the day, I think, you know, again, you're writing these things down, you're identifying things that help you be better and to help, of course, your business to be more successful. Thank you so much, uh, Doctor, for that. But I'm going to hold you responsible for some words <clears throat> you just shared. And I will let you respond to this question. At the same time, I'm also going to allow Rasan also add to it. So, uh, 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 Pastor Jordan, please hold that this question for me as well, because if we hear Doctor very well, a lot of us heard when she said we are our biggest fan. Fact. That's the truth. But when we look at this topic, we have our biggest enemy as well. Doctor, I'm sure you agree with me then. Now, how do we fight with ourselves and win? Because self-discipline, there's going to be a lot of war and fight with yourself. You see, when it comes to you being your biggest fan, it's easy. It's motivational. Yes, it's being 
it's me against the world. I'm going to support myself. I'm going to make it happen. No matter what they say, I'm going on. No matter what. Yeah. So that's motivational based. It's self-praising self. But when it comes to self-discipline, it's self-fighting self. I want to wake up at this time to write this book. I want to wake up at this time to go for a walk. I want to go wake up at this time to read. Then myself fights with me to say, no, I want to sleep. No, I don't want to exercise. I'm craving ice cream. No, I don't want to go to the office today. Yes, I want to go. No, I don't want to go. Yes, no. So now, I'm not my fan no more, Dr. Rashan. I'm my enemy. And my question is, how do I fight with me and win me? Dr. Mike. You know, that's a very good question, Dr. Francis, because just as I said, we are our biggest fan. Of course, we are our biggest critics. Um, I have something on my wall that says, talk to yourself like you would to someone you love. Um, oftentimes, you know, we... Uh, you know, we do, we are, you know, like we, we don't want to put time into something or we may feel like we've come against a hurdle that's keeping us from achieving something. For me, I can speak transparently, transparently about my book. I have been writing this book, I feel like for 20 years and I started writing my book in 2017. Dr. Francis, it is a struggle to get this book done. And I promised myself in 2022, like I need to get this book done. But let me tell you why it's a struggle for me. And I want to be a little bit, um, transparent about that. The struggle for me in finishing my book is that there's so much that I have gone through and I've encountered in my 45 minus a few years of life, things that I don't want people to know. And I know that my relationship with God, he has given me that push to release my story. It has been spoken to me and many times like you've got to tell the story. And so I fight with myself when I'm writing and I'm typing these chapters like, yeah, nobody want to hear that. Oh, if they read that, you're going to lose all your friends. Oh my God, people are never going to talk to you again. This is how I talk to myself. And then I often have to go back to the quote, talk to yourself like you would to someone you love. And so I tell myself all the time that I'm only confined by the walls that I build myself. So if I'm putting myself into these four small walls of, well, if someone reads my story, they're never going to talk to me again. But I don't think about those thousands of women out there who will be able to read my story about being a rape survivor or going through emotional relationships of being abused or going through parents who got a divorce and a mother who was on crack and I had to pull her out of crack houses. There's so many different things um, that have happened to me over the years. And I think about my professional circles, Dr. Francis, when I know people read my book and hear about uh, things that have happened to me with criminal charges and wonder, oh my God, what are people going to think? But at the end of the day, there's a story that I have to tell. There are people that I have to minister to. And so I, I always encourage myself to say, hey, you got to get this done. And so first month in the year, I have been writing at night and I'm proud that I've gotten to that point, but sometimes I struggle with my own self. And when you're talking about being your biggest fan, yeah, you have, it's two-sided. It's almost like we're in a bipolar relationship with ourselves <laughs> because we tell ourselves good things. And then we, we look at ourselves like, how could you have done that? How could you have gotten caught up with that? So I think that depending on your relationship with whoever your higher being is, uh, whatever that looks like, your praying relationship. And for me, journaling is huge. When you're 
you're writing these things down, just like I talked about the stickies and pictures of my vision board on the wall. When I look at those things, those are the things that really help me to say, hey, you got to pull yourself out of whatever funk you're in today and you got to make moves. It's the same with how I treat my clients. I have some brides who are just overkill. They drive me crazy. When I see my phone ring, I'm like, oh my God. But at the end of the day, I know that that's a job that I have to do. I know that they paid me lots of money to do it. So I have to say, you know what, LaShawn, they're being emotional about something, something didn't go right. And I have to put myself into perspective and do what it is that I need to do. So that quote is something that has helped me in my personal life, my professional life and all the different things that I do. Because at the end of the day, yeah, I'm going to be the only one that's going to make sure this happens or this is done. I'm the only one that's going to love myself enough to make these decisions that are going to help direct me in the right path. Again, tying this to what we're talking about, all of this is an example of the self-discipline that we develop. And the only way you're going to develop it is when you're going through these challenges and when you're going through these criticisms of yourself and you try to figure out how can I navigate that? We're all going to go through things in life. But I believe that God sends people in our life, whether it's for long-term or season, to really help support. And I'm thankful for the support that I have now that allows me to make those business decisions, that allows me to do whatever it is, you know, speaking into my life to say, hey, LaShawn, you got to do X, Y, and Z, you know, and at the end of the day, it's important to have those people, whether they're prayer partners, whether they're friends, whether they're mentors or whatever, it's important for them to be able to speak into your life because sometimes we do get clouded and we think we're hearing one thing from God and then we're not hearing something and then we get off track. For me, I'm going to tell you, I faced what you're saying before and understand. So I'll leave you with one of my quotes that when you're going through those doubts or challenges in life, remember your stamina is one of the reasons why God chose you. Now, all those stories that you have, there is a reason why you are the one. And that stamina that you've got to face anything anybody's going to say and to say to hell with everyone, this is my story and millions of people are going to hear from this. That's the reason why you're the chosen one. God can always give anybody that story, Dr. Mashal. It's you and it's for you and you've got the stamina to keep going. Now I'm going to rush down to her son, Pastor Jordan. How do I fight? I'm not going to leave that part. I want more because I know a lot of people want more. It's going to be a lot of fight. How do I fight with me? And we need, we need help, doctor. Please help us, Pastor. Sorry. Over to you. Thank you, Sami. Um, I really appreciate this conversation. Uh, Dr. LaShawn did an excellent job of helping us to move out of the place of really um, making excuses. You know, I believe that um, if you are going to win, if you're, you're going to become more self-disciplined, you have to stop excusing yourself. You know, um, at the beginning of this journey um, to uh, become a better, a more um, successful entrepreneur, I had to convince instead of empowering yourself using positive affirmations to like really encourage um, your efforts, because because that's what you want to do. Your fight, and the scripture says this, uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So you have a desire to accomplish some things. There is a vision. There is a business idea. You are fighting your flesh to accomplish something that you received in your spirit. 
you you can't you you cannot you cannot do this you can't excuse yourself when you fail to keep a commitment you have to take responsibility and, and this is something that i tell people um around me I, I really don't care how great your ability is if you won't take responsibility when you miss the mark i really don't care how great your ability is because each and every one of us has an ability. The thing that many of us lack is a commitment to take responsibility when we miss the mark. So if you're going to fight your flesh and win, you have to start taking responsibility. If you didn't do what you said you would do, take responsibility. Don't excuse yourself, empower yourself using affirmations that fuel your effort. And I promise to you, as you practice this consistently, you will have the endurance to overcome your flesh because that's the battle that you're having right now with self, with self. It's your flesh. Your flesh doesn't want to get up early. Don't make excuses for your flesh. If you're going to defeat your flesh, you can't excuse it. You must empower your spirit to overcome your flesh, no matter what your flesh is telling you. And when you gain the strength that is necessary through positive affirmations, declaring God's word over your life, will build your spirit up, will build your faith up. You need the faith to finish. Why? Because many of us are living lives that practice incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. And you need to start finishing some things. You need to start completing some things. So do not excuse yourself anymore. Empower yourself. Empower yourself. You can defeat your flesh, but you got to get your spirit where it needs to be. And if you can get your spirit where it needs to be, I promise to you, your flesh will no longer be able to rule your life. So what you're fighting against right now is your flesh. And I promise to you, you can win over your flesh. Just don't make excuses for it. God bless you. Amen. Amen. And God bless you too, sir. Wow. I want to say big thank you to Pastor Jordan. You have been amazing. And I want to give you just a minute to make your closing statement. As regards this topic, probably uh, a good real message for Africa's entre African entrepreneurs all across the world. And uh, whatever you have to say, to say bye to us. And I know you've got other engagements. Thank you so much for showing up tonight. And the mic is yours. I believe that the entrepreneur must be efficient in three areas. And you're not going to find this in a book or uh, you're not going to be able to Google it because I, I, I'm the author of it. Um, three areas that I would encourage entrepreneurs to be, become efficient at or proficient at. 
um, accounting, you still need to be able to count even if you have a great CPA. So you gotta be able to account, uh, to count. Um, the other area is agreement. I would say that these are the uh, three A's of entrepreneurship. Um, accounting, the ability to, to count, um, agreement, um, the ability to partner and to function um, and commit yourself to agreement. Um, we know that supply chains are the result of people working together. Um, you, you need to have the right attitude um, to partner and work with others. The other A is aptitude. You need to identify your talent. We all have areas of genius, um, but those areas must be developed. You still have to develop even when you have a gift or an ability. So I would simply encourage the entrepreneurs by telling them that it's critically important that you understand the power of self-discipline. If you wanna steer your life, you have to commit to some things that will help and support your craving and desire uh, to be your own boss. So I just wanna encourage each and every one of you who are in the room, thank you for allowing me to be here. It was truly an honor to share with, with you on today. God bless you. I wanna give you, I'll also give Dr. Lashan right now before uh, I, I, I give my closing statement to also say something uh, as a closing statement as regard this topic. Doctor, the mic is yours. Uh, thank you again, Dr. Francis and Miriam, for inviting me here on today. Uh, this, again, has been a very uh, powerful discussion. It's been great. Um, I also want to, uh, again, acknowledge Apostle uh, Gigi for being here on the stage with me. Um, and to, as I said earlier, my business mentor and coach, uh, Rasan Jordan, who is phenomenal at uh, working with uh, uh, entrepreneurs and influencers. Um, just a few things uh, for me that I would like to share. Um, just when we're talking about this topic, uh, self-discipline, I want everyone to, as an entrepreneur, to be aware of your weaknesses. Whatever those weaknesses are, know that. Embrace them. You're not going to be a perfectionist at everything. Eliminate distractions and temptations. That's the biggest piece because sometimes you're going to have people in your ear. Sometimes you're going to have people saying no. You may be tempted to do another, go another direction, but that at the end of the day, whatever it is that you um, have written out or that you believe in your vision, you stick to it. Recognize your level of self-control. What do you have control of? What do you need help with? Embrace getting help. Set rules, set goals in advance, and always look at the, uh, the bigger picture. Because at the end of the day, what it looks like now is what it's not going to look like five years from now, 10 years from now. And then look through someone else's eyes. You know, what would your customer, what would your client see? Um, and reward yourself. Reward yourself for your losses. Reward yourself for your gains. And then again, when you hit a pivot, when you hit a point and you need to pivot, focus. Again, get back on track and value those goals, stick to those goals more than anything, any distraction, any temptation. Goals are so important when it comes to supporting your vision. And, ex and most importantly, surround yourself with disciplined people. This is how you, um, as, a, as an entrepreneur, 
boost your self-discipline. It is so important to surround yourself with people who are disciplined, are like-minded, because at the end of the day, they're going to be the people who share their business advice and would be able to, you know, promote and help push you to that next level. And again, I just want to say uh, thank you again for having me. So guys, remember that. And remember those nuggets, those closing nuggets from Dr. Lashan, powerful ones. And I'll be giving mine, and my own is just based on the excuses. It's one of the things that 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 uh, are the fuel for lack of discipline. You, that's what we bring when we fail on this self-discipline journey. So it's better to attack the problem before they come, and that's excuses. It, it will always be there. But one thing you must know is this, and it's it's just a simple truth. Excuses are lies. Honestly, they are big, blunted lies. They are lies that are sold to you by your fears. Yeah. You cannot do something. Sometimes you're scared to do it or you could not do it. Then your fears will sell you that lie. And then it transforms to what is called an excuse. So don't live that life of lies anymore. Face it. Deal with it. And most importantly, implement all that we have learned today. Remember, you can get the audio on YouTube to re-energize yourself. Constant listening to messages like this would help you to, to develop and train like we all shared today. African entrepreneurs, 2022 is our year of self-discipline. At the end of this year, we're going to ask ourselves, how far, like Nigerians will say, <laughs> Ghanaians would say, Sierra Leoneans will say it as well, how far? What did you do when we said, when we declared it from in the year January? Now, do not be among those that still remains where you were, even when you had this opportunity of these soldiers of guys that are moving. You know, Dr. Lashan said something. Move in the association of people who are self-disciplined. Honestly speaking, that's one of the easiest, easiest tricks she's given us. Because by the time you see them, the way they are, the way they are behaving, the way they are pushing, it will, of course, help you as well. And instead of you being alone and being weak. So I challenge you all. That thing that you've not completed, that project that you've not completed, that habit you want to stop, whatever that you've planned for your life, your future, your family, it's now. It's 2022. It's our year of self-discipline. Thank you so much, and God bless you all.